Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 65 of the Sports Run On Podcast. We're going to start out this podcast by giving a breakdown of the end of the Olympics, as the Olympics did end up ending yesterday on August 8th. They ended up running from July 23rd to August 8th this year, and now, the, the oh, now as I said, the Olympics are finally over. The sport I'm going to be breaking down today to talk about the ending is the U.S. basketball, as they were able to take home the gold medal, which is absolutely amazing that they were able to take home the gold medal, even though they, at the end, they ended up playing the team who... They ended up playing the team who um, beat them the first time that they played. So it was interesting that they were then able to come back around, and were able to, even though that happened, they were able they were able to come back around and were able to get the win at the end. Just give you a little background of the men's. I'm going to go over the men's and the women's basketball for the um, Olympics to talk about, and then just give you a final breakdown of the countries where they ended with the gold, where they ended with medal totals, and just where they ended overall, and just. How the Olympics shook out for some of the big countries that were in these Olympic Games. First of all, talking about the the, the U.S. men's basketball team. It's first just to talk about the semifinals. We had France and Slovenia in one of them, and in the United States and Australia. As I said in my last podcast, France was able to get the win, ninety to eighty nine, a close game, beating Luka Doncic and Slovenia. And then the U.S. was able to beat Australia 97-78. And so those will be the two teams that are going to be moving on. Those were the two teams they were able to move on to the gold medal game to see who was going to take home gold and silver. The bronze medal game was obviously more, um, there's more uh, worry in it because if you lose the bronze medal, if you lose the gold medal game, you're still going home with a medal. But if you lose the bronze medal game, you're, you're going to be the one team that makes it to one of those final games, but is not able to come home with a medal. First, going over the bronze medal game, this was a close game for some of it, as the as Australia was able to beat Slovenia. Australia were having a lot of um, a lot of NBA talent, as I said in my last podcast. It's not really surprised they would take home the win here, having people like Patty Mills. Matthew Dalladova, Matthias Thibel, Aaron Baines, Danny Exum, and Joe Ingles, just to name some, on this team. And Slovenia having Luka Doncic, and it just being incredible that Luka Doncic, without the real star power that some of these other Olympic teams had, that he was able to get them to the point that he was. He was. No, he played very well. He put, he was he he did everything that he possibly could to be able to get them to this point, but was not able to get the win over over France. Who's also a team just like the U.S., which was stacked with NBA talent. So to say it was surprising that they were not able to get the win over a team that was stacked so much with NBA talent is not real. Would really be true because a lot of most people, look if you look at the roster and you look at the NBA talent, depending on the roster, a lot of people did not expect them to be able to get the win over Slovenia, over France. Australia, on the other hand, some people did think they were going to be able to win as Australia didn't. I mean, they, they kept it kind of close, but not really. I mean, they lost by 19 to the United States. So, I mean, some people were like, that means that it's not really going to be that close of a game just based on the fact that they didn't really, weren't able to hold as close with the United States as Slovenia was to be able to hold France. With that said, Australia was, as I said, able to get the win. They won 107-93. So, I mean, Luka Doncic did what he could, with the, and the team around him did what they could, but this was just, this ended up not being a game that was in Slovenia's favor. A lot, a lot of, because just based on the fact of a lack of NBA talent, because a lack of just 
NBA talent coming out of the um, Slovenia. I mean, yeah, they had some people that were able to, but not no known, no really known players that took part and were able to really take over in the NBA or have played lengthy careers in the NBA like the France and U.S. had, which was the huge huge advantage that they had going into these gold going into these games in the Olympics down the road. Because obviously, the the ones who've played in the NBA are conditioned to play very well at the highest level, even down the even down till the end of the season. So them having that ability to be conditioned just immediately gave them a um, advantage over these teams that are they play on the national stage, yeah, but they don't play on the state. But there is no real state, if you know basketball. On the international stage, there, there isn't really much that you can compare to the NBA. Just based on the fact that that they they play at the highest level, that's why they have the biggest contracts. As of as I've talked about before, there have been some crazy contracts that have been signed for people like Steph Curry, Jimmy Butler, and others. So there's just been a crazy amount of contracts. Those are signed for a reason because a lot of people see the NBA as the as like if you're good enough in another country, you don't stay in another country. Like Luca. Like Joel Embiid and like others that that play overseas, you don't stay overseas because the contract there isn't enough money, and there isn't enough fans over there to make it worthwhile for them to stay when they can come over and make so much more money playing over here than they ever could playing overseas. So it just makes so much more sense for them to come over and get the paycheck over here instead of staying overseas and shorting them. In some cases, tens of millions, sometimes even hundreds of millions of dollars in contracts just because there aren't there aren't as many. People over there to watch them, or as many game, or as many, yeah, just as or as many endorsements and as many other things, just because there isn't that much of a fan base watching. A lot of these European countries, soccer is the base of the sport that they watch more than anything. It's not really, it's not really um, basketball. Looking at the gold medal game, U.S. was able to take home their gold medal. I think I already mentioned that, but they were able to take home their gold medal, the gold medal, eighty-seven to eighty-two, meaning France did end up with a. Uh, silver medal for this Olympics, even after winning that first um, meeting between these two teams where Evan Fourier went off to for them to be able to get this win over U.S. And as I mentioned a couple of times before when talking about this, which kind of panicked the people um, in the, U- the U.S. basketball fandom, just based on the fact that they don't usually lose. They don't usually lose those kind of games, and especially not the kind of, not this quickly. So, it really kind of scared them to see them losing this quickly. So it's just, but they were able to come back. Obviously, they were able to come back and they were able to get this gold medal win game. They were able to outscore France in the first two, um, first three quarters, which was able to. I mean, of course, they were tight games. That's why it came down to being only five points. They were up uh, five at halftime. And yeah, they were up five at halftime. They were able to win by five, eighty-seven, eighty-two. Obviously, as you can tell, it was more defensive and way less scoring than the gold medal game, where we had nineties and used points in the nineties and the one hundreds. Now going out just to break down a little women's just uh, semifinals to break it down just to overview that too. In the first um, game in the women's, the United States played Serbia. If you didn't know the leading up to this, the United States just have been absolutely dominant with how they had been playing up to this point, beating Australia 79-55 and now beating a Serbia 79-59. So they're they're playing very, very well. With this said, Japan and France would be the semifinal game of the women's and 
Japan was able to take that game 87-71. They 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 played pretty well throughout that entire game. France was not able to it was not able to be a US France in both cases. Because if they would have won, it could have been a U.S. France in both the men's and the women's finals for the gold medal. That was not obviously the case, as Japan was able to take the win over France to put it, make it a U.S. and Japan final. As I said, first the bronze medal game, the France and Serbia. France was, even though they weren't able to get to the finals, was able to take home a medal. They were able to medal at bronze, winning, beating Serbia 91 to 76. That was a being a 15 point win. So I mean, obviously. France, even after not really, they didn't make it to the gold medal game, yes, but they were still able to bring home a bronze medal for the country and finish third in this tournament. With that said, U.S. was able to do it in both men's and women's, the women's being a very just dominant performance throughout this entire tournament. They just... I not even what not even lose like the not not losing since the quarterfinal like they not lo- I would say not losing to the quarterfinals but they were just able to win it out and then just they were dominant but not just the quarterfinals because obviously they didn't lose during the quarterfinals but just throughout this entire tournament not even like the actual bracket like the pl- like the games before them to, to get the scenes of the brackets they were before they were before that before that they were just played so well and it, which is why they're they were definitely less of a surprise ironically than it was for the men's to win just because they'd been so dominant before the tournament even started so, and because of that they were able to get this win 90 to 75 and bring home the gold medal bring the gold medal back for both the men's and the women's team Japan would end up taking second losing this game by 15 and take home the silver medal now looking at a breakdown, the the just giving a medal breakdown for the final games of the, or the finals for the Olympic Games. Now that they are over, the U.S. was able to. They ended up overall medals. We ended up just really pulling forward at the very end, winning, us fin- finishing with 113 medals. China finished with one with 88, and the Russian Olympic Committee finished with 71, putting them at third. Gold medal individually, the U.S. had 39 gold medals. China had 38 gold medals, so we ended up beating them in golds too. And Japan had 27 gold medals. The U.S. then also led in silver, having 41. China had 32 silvers, and the Russian Olympic Committee had 28 silvers. Bronze, U.S. had 33 bronze. Russia Olympic Committee had 23 bronze. 30, yeah, 33 for U.S., 23 for the Russian Olympic Committee. And 22 bronze coming in at third with their first show is Great Britain. They came in with 22 bronze. So the top five would be the USA, 113 total. China with 88 total medals. Russian Olympic Committee with 71 total medals. Great Britain with 65 total medals. Japan with 58. Australia, who we talked about in the men's basketball, with 46 and Italy with four with forty um, medals, they'd be the last. They were the last team to or last country to be able to get over forty medals total. And so those would they would end up being part of that part of that one. They'd be part of that eight those eight teams that would be able to or or there's seven teams that would be able to excuse seven teams. That would finish in the top seven for the total medals based on all countries that competed in this tournament. So they ended up being taking home um, the seventh most medal. Every single country, funny enough, actually did take home at least one medal. Some of them were bronze, some of them were golds. But every single one that did compete on this leaderboard was able to take home at least one medal. That was not the case throughout the first part. So I thought that would be need that would a point that need to be made. 
showing that even though some it was it seemed very lopsided with the U with some countries getting one and the U.S. getting 130. Yes, we do send more um, athletes than than the other countries do, so that does make sense. But still, with that said, there were all these countries that were able to compete. They were at least able to bring home one medal for their country, no matter what country it is. It just depending on if it was a bronze or a silver. But at least they were able to bring home something with something after they were they didn't they didn't have to go all the way to Tokyo just to bring home no medals back to their country. With that said, this wraps up season two, episode sixty-five of the Sports Run On podcast.